And hello again and welcome to Life with Horses, the podcast that comes to you on Tuesdays and Thursdays and is all about the joys of living with horses. My name is Ivanka Menken and this podcast is brought to you by Horsesstore.com. Let's see what's happening today. D working trot, C track right. Next horse, don't be too far behind or we'll all end up in a heat. So very straight. So D working trot. C track right. That's right, D is the crates. Working trot now. That was yesterday at Gypsy Lodge where I attend, I didn't attend, I didn't ride, but I visited the adult riding clinic at Gypsy Lodge. And Lisa is one of our sponsored riders. So when she asked me to uh, to come and have a, have a look and to, you know, just sit in on the lessons, of course I'm coming over because the adult riding clinic is one of my favorite days of the year. It's just so much fun. It always brings back my uh, my memories from when I was a teenager and you had pony camps and you just did fun stuff with your friends and with your horses and this adult riding camp is um, or riding clinic is very similar to that. So it was lovely and a bit later on I'll um I'll let you uh, I'll let you in on some more secrets of this dressage test riding um session of the of the day that I um that I listened in on. And I took some sneaky video off, and um, so yeah, so that was that was yesterday. That was the clinic that I attended. Uh, today, uh, today was a really good day actually. Today I went on a trail ride with Marnie. It was it's really hot today, and it, it's like 30, 31 degrees Celsius, and you can really feel that the days are warming up. So um, I missed my early morning ride. I'm really I need to get into the habit again of riding at five o'clock in the morning before the the days warm up because after seven o'clock in the morning it just gets too hot to ride and um, I don't find it comfortable and I can't imagine it being comfortable for for Bella you know because obviously Bella is the one that I'm riding Um, I can't I can't imagine it being comfortable for her to uh, to ride in the middle of the day and um, here in Queensland as soon as the sun is up the temperatures just go up so quickly so riding between five and six or maybe five and seven in the morning is just perfect perfect time of day so I need to get into the habit again now that the days are longer and we have daylight at five o'clock it's um, it's riding time at five o'clock in the morning we'll get there just not today today was a bit warm so I decided not to do a session in the arena and uh, luckily Miney came up just at the moment I was settling up Bella because she was coming up for a ride on Ruby so we went out and went for a little trail ride which is always a lot of fun and um, isn't it funny though that you know every day after Bella and I have a ride in the uh, in the arena we open and close the gate um, to get in or out of the arena and that's fine she does that perfectly she she stands still next to the uh, next to the arena gate and wait for me to open the latch and close the latch and and she even does the leg yield she's perfect but today because we were out in the on on the road and we had to open a gate as well she was like oh, i can't do it i've never opened a closer gate i've never done that. i what the panic 
rearing up, being a complete idiot. It's the exact same thing as we do every day in the paddock, but because this was somebody else's paddock, it was all very scary. So we need to do a bit more practice, um, a practice on opening and closing other gates other than the um, uh, the arena gate. So it's always, it's always fun when you go on trail rides and there's always different things and there's always new adventures and, and new experiences. So I'm not quite sure uh, how often you go on trail rides. I don't do it that often. I try I try to do it at least once a month because I do like it and I think it's it's nice and relaxing for the horses as well. But um, yeah, often it just gets, life gets in the way and it just doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, luckily today it did happen. So we managed to open a close the gate, although I did have to get off. Um, I was, by the way, really, really happy that in the past few days I put a lot of the Dr. Show detangler in the tails. Both Ruby and Bella, their tails are really soft at the moment. And um, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because going on trail rides, they need to be able to swish their, swish their tails because there's flies and all that sort of stuff. But because we went through um, tall grass and we went through some, you know, through some bushes and all that sort of stuff, um, it's really easy for their tails to get tangled up. And it didn't because they were all conditioned, their tails were really soft and um, it just, every, every little twig or whatever normally you know, get stuck into their uh, tail, didn't get stuck today. So yay for detanglers, really, really good. Um, the detangler I used on both the horses actually is the Dr. Show detangler. So if you don't know that product, just check it out. There's plenty of websites where you can find him. Now let's go back to Gypsy Lodge and the adult riding clinic. And as I said earlier, the session that I watched or the lesson that I watched was dressage riding, but specifically test riding. And these were, um, it, it was a group of four riders and they were practicing the accuracy of a dressage test. So Lisa, the instructor, had put crates at D and G um, because obviously those two letters you can't see on the side in the uh, in the dressage arena. So it's always a bit of a tricky one to find them. And um, it's all about straight lines, do your transitions at the letter. And um, yeah, it's all about accuracy. So let's go back to that session and listen in on the dressage test accuracy session at the Gypsy Lodge Adult Riding Clinic. Don't look at me. Look where you're going. <laughs> Keep going large at a 20 meter circle. Yeah, a little softer in the pole, but otherwise nice and straight, Alex. Well, steady that trot. It's awesome, but slow it down. Once you've done your 20 meter circle at A, go large. So it's a 20 meter circle at A, then go large and change the rein KXM. Good. Yep, concentrating on that and at C, 20 meter circle. Yeah, working on the bend more inside leg. What's that left leg issue of yours? <laughs> nice work, Alison. Good correction. Yeah. Good job, Ali. 
and the 20 meter circle C. Look up, keep trotting. You have to match in with your horse, your other horses as best you can. And that might mean you need to do a little creative riding for a moment. Then go large after you've done your circle. At E, medium, walk. Just because I want to be different. That's it. It's all right, dude. Now put him in left flexion because you won't get him listening to your left leg without it. Half hold, half hold. Flex him left, look up. Half hold, right rate, half hold. Stop. Yeah, remember half hold. Now walk on and go straight. Good. So you just had to break that and stop if you need to. Going large in an E, medium walk. And I'll get you to halt, Amanda. So medium walk. At E, medium walk. Then you're going to change the rein, F, E. Free walk on a long rein. Medium walk, yep. F, E, free walk on a long rein. And that's where we leave the girls to continue their lesson with Lisa. But I hope you picked up a couple of things on, on that. I mean, there were four riders in the arena, so they needed to uh, constantly look at each other, uh, constantly be aware of where the other horses are in the arena while they're doing their own test. Um, Alison was picked up by Lisa a couple of times for in a positive way because she really worked on uh, having straight lines. The center lines were straight, the diagonals were straight. That was just really, really good. And did you notice what Lisa did with Amanda? It was a little bit soft. So if you didn't get it, it really, you could really benefit from just going back a couple of minutes and listen to that section again. Um, Amanda was riding a young horse and the horse was starting to barge through her outside rein. So initially, um, Lisa was saying, okay, half hold, half hold, half. And when that didn't work, she said, stop, just stop. Because, and I think that to me was just brilliant. Because sometimes, and, and I, I do the same thing with Bella. Sometimes we just keep going and it just gets from bad to worse and worse and worse and sometimes you just have to stop just break the habit just breathe and start again just just to recover just to regain everything grab your reins up again and just start over again and and just break that cycle of the horse does something that you don't want it to do and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse so uh yeah uh, it's only a two-minute snippet, but you, you got the idea. You, you get the idea of test riding is all about accuracy. They had to go through the crates at D, and later on at G, they had to do a halt. Um, the 20-meter circles need to be 20 meters, not 18, not 19, not 20.5. It's a 20-meter circle. Um, there, there were straight lines, diagonals in there, so you have to go from letter to letter. So it's all about the details. It's all about the accuracy. And I loved that about that lesson that was really really good also that you notice that lisa had four riders in that group and she gave each rider the attention it needed it, it sort of felt like lisa had eyes in every direction and in in the back of her head and the front of her head everywhere 
every instructor I've had, every coach that I've had has done that. And I just think it's amazing. I think it's, it goes beyond the skill of teaching. It, it turns teaching into an art form, especially when you have groups and to, to not just focus on the one rider, but give every rider the attention it desires and needs. So uh, now it was, it was really, really wonderful to, um, to watch that. So on that note, let's go and do a Google search and to see what other interesting instructor-like articles I can find online. I'll be back. This article features on the Horse Collaborative website, which is www.horsecollaborative.com. And as always, um, all the URLs and all the information are in the show notes. Go to www.horses-store.com.au and look for the Life with Horses page. So in in the top right, there'll be a menu item that says Life with Horses. Click on there and all the information, all the show notes will be uh, will be on that page. If you're subscribed to this podcast via iTunes, the show notes and the URLs are in the information button to the right of the name of the episode. And this is episode number 11. So, um, yeah, so that's where you can find the, uh, the URL, the show notes. But let's go back to the Horse Collaborative. And the article is Build a Better Position Part 1. And the article is specifically for jumping. And yes, next Friday or this Friday, rather, I'm doing another jumping clinic. So I'm really interested in all sorts of help and tips and ideas to uh, to improve my jumping and my jumping position. So this article is really simple, but I really like it because it's all about the leg position in your jumping seat. And one of the things that I picked up from it was that... Um, there's three different leg positions. You have the normal leg, and that lives at the edge of the girth and can generally be judged by a stirrup leather that is perpendicular to the ground. So that's a 90 degree angle for those of you who didn't pay attention at school. Uh, And then you have the displacing leg, which is two to four inches behind the girth. And then there's the bracing leg, which is a leg that is in front where the toe is in front of the knee and you, and those riders usually have a very deep heel and uh, where you sort of go like oh put on the, the emergency brakes um so yeah so that was um those three leg positions and i know that my jumping instructor trish she's always at me for my uh, for my leg position because uh, my especially lower leg gets a bit floppy so this week i am going to start my two-point position in walk because that is step two so step one is start in the hold put your leg into the uh, the normal position and then step two is perfecting your two-point position in walk um, to strengthen that I suppose muscle memory and to strengthen that um, position and and your body strengthen your muscles to um to do that properly so that's going to be so there's going to be lots of walking and there's going to be lots of hold to walk transitions for me to practice my two-point position so that I have a better leg on Friday but I'll let you know next week how that goes in the meantime 
happy riding hope it doesn't get too hot for you and um, take care have fun subscribe to this podcast if you like it rate and review it so i know what you like and what you don't like and i will talk to you again on thursday bye for now (laughs) 